0: Not My Forte is Super Soft Podcast. My name is Megan Cottrell. I'm your host and co host Amber Franzman. So, Peter Patter, let's get at her. All right, so today we're talking about season three, episode five, 18th overall, air date July 1st, 2017. Writer,
1: thank goodness, is Jared Kiso, Jacob Tierney. I noticed that it was much better, I thought, than last week's episode. So, they are back. Good.
0: Back with a vengeance. (laughs) I'm very excited that they're the ones writing this one. And then, Jacob. Also directed this as well. I think he has just always directed, as as far as I can remember. So
1: Previously
0: on Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. I only have one thing. I don't know if you wrote down anything previously. I have a
1: few, but I'll let you go first in case you covered the, the one that I... Okay, the, yeah. One, <laughs> one of the points. So
0: the one thing I have is the no talking while fishing is a myth, apparently. No. I should have written down a website. I think it was scouting.fishing.com or something like that but I just googled it It was the first website that came up and it says that not talking while fishing is a common misconception held that you can but if you make noise underwater like if you're throwing rocks or like something like swishing around something Mm -hmm. under the water that's going to scare fish away more likely than than not versus just being loud
1: on Just talking the on water. the surface. Yeah. They just wanted you to be quiet. <laughs> That's what it was. So, what are your things? So that was not one that I had. So okay. Good. Pink's husband is Carrie Hart. Oh, yay. So we, we, were, we, we were right. right. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked up why is Quebec's motto, I remember. And I took a screenshot. So in 1883, there was an architect whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce. And he built the provincial parliament building and carved the motto into it then there was 24 statues around that had nothing carved on them. So he left these blank on purpose. And it could indicate a possible explanation not to forget the past and that history must be remembered. But it's kind of open for interpretation. Oh. According to this website. Which I'm not going to try to pronounce either because it looks French too. <laughs> and then I looked up. From what I could tell, French people do have middle names. Okay. So... Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was something that... Dairy, you know, it was dairy ranting, so I don't know how much yeah. stock he can put into what he says. And also, women keep their maiden names their whole life, but they can also just add their husband's name to the end. So if they, they, want they to. Okay. can't they can take their husband's last name. So he was just wrong all over the place. Gosh. And we ran then, into that before then. Yeah, so. so not surprising to anybody who follows dairy even a little bit. And then the last thing I had was Iceland. I had all the names. It's an old Scandinavian tradition naming after their father's first name so if a guy's name was john and he had a baby boy the boy's last name would be johnson and then if john had a baby and it was a girl say johnson the son his first name was harold so harold johnson and he has a daughter his daughter's name would be harold's daughter but it's spelled d-o-t-t-i-r daughter (laughs) okay so harold daughter yeah is her full last name is her last name yeah so it could be like sue which is not a super scandinavian sounding name but i'm just throwing that out there well but I was, that's that's not a very I so don't know. brothers and sisters would have different last names because yeah. the girls would all be daughter and the boys would all be son
0: yeah that's so strange yeah it well i mean i guess not to them it's just it would for us for it, us
1: it is it is but it's apparently still practiced today yeah that so. is so
0: neat though yeah we were talking about that when we kind of mentioned it last time and Josh said wouldn't Nate's son then be Nathanielson?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that after too, but he's very particular about people calling him Nathaniel, so I guess technically yes it would be, which almost sounds more like Japanese to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel, Nathaniel's a very proper very, I a like, pretty name. Yeah. I always liked that name. Yeah. When I was pregnant with Scarlett, if she had been a boy, I was going to name her Nathaniel, actually. Yeah. So, I always thought that was kind of a weird coincidence that yeah. I ended up with a Nathaniel. But... <laughs> Alright, so, get... is that? do you have anything else? Uh, that, was, that was it for my... Awesome. Previously on.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you just first up top. In
1: comparison to the last episode, what did you think about this one? It's so much better. There was parts in this one... Dan and Derry, especially, that, you know, they kind of... I knew that was going to be rough for yeah. you. <laughs> but over, overall, the episode in its entirety, this one was a lot better Leaps for me. Leaps and bounds yes. for me better than
0: the last mm-hmm. one. So, I totally agree. I guess let's just jump right in then. I already mentioned the hard facts, so let's just mention the synopsis. So, Bonnie invites the Hicks for a hot tub party. And Dan, Daryl, and Katie compete for her attention. Wayne and Rosie are hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> they and were
1: cute. They are
0: cute. And that's read straight off of the Letterkennyfandom.com, So <laughs> For the cold open, you were crushing Gus and Brew with your pals the other day. The Hicks and Gail do a shot of Gus and Brew at Modine's too. Of course, Gail takes a shot with I them know. while she's working. Bad business practices. <laughs> right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, Gail. Dan gets up to use the washroom... <laughs> And makes a grunt as Katie observes, that was a textbook dad noise, Dan, and they discuss dad noises.
1: Well see, like not all dad noises are bad dad noises all like maybe sometimes mom might say, Hey hun, kid's gone away camping for the weekend. Why don't we do some toe curling? And then dad might lean into a real Tony the tiger dad noise, like
0: grr right.
1: So dad noises. So the first thing that I wrote for this was actually when he orders the round of Gus and Brews, I guess because he's talking to multiple, he calls them super chieftains, which I thought was really funny. And then Dan gets up to break the seal. I I still say that. I do too. I don't even drink anymore. (laughs) Even when I'm not pregnant, I'll have a beer, a glass of wine, but I'm not a drinker to the point where breaking the seal is a thing, but it's still a thing. Back in the day, though, you could drink for forever until you broke the seal. And then it was like every five minutes after that, you had to have a potty break.
0: Josh gets on to me because I use it incorrectly. I'll (laughs) say it. I'll say it once and then I'll just keep saying it. He said, "Your seal is already broken.
1: You're not breaking any more seals. I was going to say, how do you use it incorrectly? But you you just continue to use it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's a once a night occurrence. (laughs) And then it's broke. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. Modine's 2 is really
0: nice. We've seen it before already, but just looking at it now, I thought, oh, this is an upgrade from Modine's
1: 1. I agree with that. I think, like, even the- this sounds weird- the wooden stuff inside of it looks nicer. (laughs) No, I totally understand. That's kind of where I was getting at, too. Uh, So the dad grunts. I make them. I stand up and I grunt, so I can't be a hater on the dad grunts. How do you feel about that? I am such a dad noise person, (laughs) and I have no right to be, because- I'm not, like, I don't even have kids or anything, so... You don't have kids, you're not old, you're not I, fat, I'm like, just noisy. Have no excuse.
0: I'm noisy for no reason. <laughs> but when Dan goes to get up, and they're joking with him, and they say, oh, you know, we're calling you out because you're making dad noises, he says something along the lines of, what did you hear? <laughs> like, he either... Uh, they say... <laughs> He's afraid he might have a secret kid. That's
1: how I took that kind of freaked out expression. What did you hear? What?
0: I was thinking, okay, he's either hiding a secret kid or he's afraid he might have a
1: secret kid. Because we know he's squirrely. He is squirrely. He's squirrely Dad. And he comes across as so sweet and nice. But then he also comes out with those was back-in-the-day Schneef stories, so you just never know. <laughs> he could easily not know. <laughs> They'd say something like,
0: you want to get the minivan or a crossover? And and I just brought a crossover. <laughs> I'm
1: like, I'm not at that. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. Taking our multivitamins and going to bed at 9.30. Yeah, it's same, same. Like like 9.05 here lately, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> so...
0: Before all this happens, so Bonnie's giving out the shots and stuff. She's still only got eyes for Wayne. Yeah. She looks really cute. She's got, I mean, she's got the Modine's outfit on, but she's got
1: red lipstick. I like red lipstick with brunettes. Like, I've always thought that that's a look that I like. She wears it well, but she is, I don't know if you noticed, she's up in Wayne's grill when she hands him the shot. Oh, yeah, She's, like, on his face. And, you know, they all say hi, and they all, oh, Bonnie, Wayne's the only one she ever actually directs conversation to. Hi, Wayne, or you good, Wayne, or, you know, whatever it is. Do you
0: think part of this is a hard-to-get situation? I'm sure. Do you think she likes him as much as she thinks she likes him?
1: No. I, I think she thinks she likes him that much. Yes. And I think that she really does want that. Well, I mean, have you ever, like, had a crush on somebody but they don't quite reciprocate it. Like, they're friendly enough, but you can tell that they, I don't know if nobody's ever liked you back. (laughs) (laughs) That might not be something Megan's ever experienced. It's been a problem before. I was going to say, I have experienced that, and it it does make you kind of, no, like me back. It kind of makes you want them a bit more. And then, again, just from personal experience, and then once you kind of have them, like, a little bit Oh, well, that was. (laughs) I must have built this up in my head some.
0: You're almost thinking they're a whole different person Mm -hmm. in your mind than they actually
1: are. You put them on this pedestal where they're almost not even human. They have no flaws and they never smell bad. And they're just, you know, wonderful all the time. They never are in a bad mood. It's just, they're just perfect. But nobody is. And so I think that she's built up this idea of Mm -hmm. how it would be if she was with Wayne. I mean, he's just a person. I, I think that... He's built up in her head, for sure.
0: I joke with some of our friends with Letterkenny and, oh, you know, Riley and Jonesy or whatever. And, of course, those are characters, but it's in the same way where it's you. we are crushed on them as our boys. Like, oh, Riley and Jonesy, you know, the They're characters. They're in our But heads. in them as people who are actors, they are completely different people, separate of their character. And so I feel like that's the best parallel I can that, draw. That
1: is a good comparison because... You imagine them one way, you perceive them one way, that's how you think of them. And it's just, it's not accurate. Yes. As much as it's accurate in your head. (laughs) (laughs) I love all their little, dad, please, 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 take us to the water park, dad. (laughs) Dad, hey, hey, dad. That one was my favorite, just the way that he says it. (laughs) And I said, poor Dan, because I mean. I mean, he is older than all of them. And I bet he does grunt when he stands up. I mean, he's not super older than them, but he's a little chunk older. And he's a little chunky guy grunt when I stand (laughs) there. I said, Dad's supporting dads, because I support you, (laughs) Dad. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we're going to make the (laughs) t-shirts. They're ribbing
0: him because they love him, and they're just all friends and being silly. So I I wrote down,
1: what's your dad noise? Just like, I don't know. It's... (sighs) mine's probably worse sounding than Dan's especially now I had, I was laying on the couch the other day and Scarlett had to push me and Nate had to pull me while I grunted to get up all simultaneously it was the whole thing
0: I sit down like I've just come back from World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first time I've had a rest
1: <laughs> in 84 years can confirm I best. wish we had audio of us we could plug there <laughs> This is Megan sitting he will, down. He will
0: sneak and do that, probably. That's going to happen. That's great. And that's all I had for the cold open. I wrote down that Gail's score for me is still 97 because she stepped on her bar the, the last time we were mm-hmm. there. So. And she, she's
1: drinking her alcohol. She's in this drinking episode. her alcohol. That's just she, bad business practices. She it's, wasn't as bad in this yeah. clip as she can be. Yes. So. Gail
0: didn't bother me. I think if she had been at the hot tub party, it probably would have been too much Oh my to god, handle. yeah, that
1: would have been... That makes me cringe just thinking about it. <laughs> that, that gives you a little PTSD. Yeah, I just had a moment. It was out-of-body experience. <laughs> oh. I visualized it all happening.
0: <laughs> Alright, so then we cut to the farmhouse. The Hicks receive a call at the farmhouse. Bonnie McMurray invited them over for a hot tub party. There is tension as both Daryl and Dan are sweet on her. And then Katie, despite her busy winter, throws her (laughs) hat in the ring as well. Get it, girl. Wayne points out that she might be a bit young at 20. So we find out how old she is. I was
1: going to say, Megan finally got an age. Set age in stone. She's 20 years old. And you find out why Wayne is... You know, he says she's a pretty girl, but she's young. And that seems to be obviously his only issue is, hey, she's young, so he just doesn't look at her that way. So for all her flirting and all of her being all about Wayne, it seems inappropriate to him to even glance at her as a sexual being because she's too young. Because he is very worried about
0: doing inappropriate Mm -hmm. things. We've seen that as a theme with him. And he says...
1: Well, she's a pretty girl. She's just uh... could let the paint dry a wee bit there, eh?
0: I love that saying. But it makes me feel better because I know it has to drive people crazy. Bonnie's very pretty and she's just constantly trying and trying and trying. And at some point you think, okay, Wayne, even if it's not your type or whatever, why wouldn't you just give her a try? Mm -hmm. You know, because that whole... Run where he was looking for love. I guess at that point, if that was last
1: season, she would have been 19. I get that. That feels yeah. young. And when she first came back from college, she would have been 18. So maybe she just, like, went for a semester and decided it wasn't for her and came home or something. Yeah. So, I mean, she's she's barely out of high school when she comes back onto the scene. And True. Especially if they've kind of grown up knowing each other. You know how there's somebody who's five, maybe six years younger than you? They're a grown up now. Somebody who's five or six years younger than me is 29 mm-hmm. or 30, but I could still look at them as a little kid almost yeah. just because when I met them and knew them, they were a little kid. So they kind of stay that age, even though they're a grown up, they kind of stay young in yeah. your mind. So I think she's just will always be young in Wayne's mind. Yeah. and poor,
0: <laughs> Poor Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like there's never going to be an age she can catch up. No, I think you're right on that. <laughs> So, when we first hit this scene, though, Katie's on the phone. And I thought, I, I made a note, because we already kind of knew the synopsis of the episode. I mean, we've seen it before once already. But Katie's on the phone in a way that I used to be on the phone in middle school. She's <laughs> smiling, giggling. Like, she's on the phone with her high school crush. Yeah. Almost. Which she
1: kind of is. I mean, a little bit <laughs> not kind too of far is. off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, I mean, this is just for... Visual effect, obviously, because otherwise Bonnie would have texted or called her cell phone.
1: Yeah, they do use the house phone a lot for people who have cell phones. I haven't even had a house phone in years. Like, years. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wayne asks, what's the frequency, Kenneth? I love that he calls her Kenneth. That I don't know why I liked that so much. (laughs) Well, it's a song. Oh. It's It's a R.E.M. song because I thought, that's weird. What a weird way to say what's up. And I just googled that phrase, and it was the first thing that came up.
1: Oh, see, I didn't know if maybe it was just like a cute. It seems like something he would. It seemed close say. enough that I didn't think anything else of it. But okay.
0: Yeah. So R.E.M. song. If you're into that, song's called "What's the Frequency, Kenneth?" Very
1: strange. <laughs> I didn't listen to it, so.
0: It's a really good song. You should go listen to it. Do yourself a favor if you like rock and roll.
1: I like R.E.M. I don't think I've ever heard that one though.
0: What are Dan and Derry doing at the very beginning of the episode?
1: Are they trying to, like, stare each other down? No, not
0: that. It's even before that. It's when Katie goes to sit down. She almost covers them while they're doing it. They're doing some sort of hand game.
1: Oh, it's almost not worth thinking about.
0: I've never been to a hot tub party. I've been to cabins where hot tubs are a thing. I've been to people's houses where it's like, ah, do you want to come over and... Uh, Maybe we end up in the hot tub. End up in the hot tub. But
1: never specifically, this is the goal of the party. So, I have been to parties that have had hot tubs. Mm-hmm. I've been to cabins that have had hot tubs. I will say, when Nate and Dustin lived at the lake house, sometimes it was like, hey, come over and get in the hot tub. To more people than just me. But yeah. it wasn't always hey, we're having a party. Oh, hey, let's get in the hot tub. Or like, hey, come over for dinner and we'll get in the hot tub. Sometimes it was just, hey, come over and drink in the hot tub. But I've never heard it called a hot tub party before. Yeah, I kind of wondered if this might be a thing in Canada, though. I've never been on an indoor hot tub, but I guess if there's feet and feet of snow on the ground, you have to have your hot tub indoors or you're not getting in it. So that was a little different than what I'm used to. The Bing Murray house was pretty big. I'm really glad just side note that they weren't in this episode. Since it wa I remembered it was at their house, but for some reason I th- I was thinking that they were in it, like they were getting in the hot tub. But I'm kinda glad that, that Well, it might be the parent, like McMurray parents' house because oh, yeah. McMurray's married. And so maybe Bonnie still lives with her parents. Yeah. Which that. would be another reason for Wayne to say she's a bit young. Like yeah. Bonnie still lives with their parents. They're probably too young i could see him thinking
0: that wayne says that's a good way to get hemorrhoids when he's talking about getting stressed out which is gross but i laughed out loud (laughs) at
1: that (laughs) all that straining dan and Dairy are both being creepy possessive weird i don't like it i didn't like it either it seemed very off brand for dan Dairy, you're kind of used to that shrill crazy worked up dairy that he gets to but Dan, the last couple episodes has been like on dairy level and i want we wanted dairy back. Now I really want Dan back. Yeah. It's, I don't like him like this. It's weird. He does say, "Is it? I think it's in this scene, it was always her, her, like choice. her choice. Yeah. But they're not making it seem like Yeah. Um, it still seems very creepo. Like, if I could knock you out and she doesn't have an option, that's okay with me too. As soon as Katie says she's throwing her hat in, I don't think either of them really have a chance. Exactly. <laughs> Just realistically. If she tries her hardest... She I leaves don't... it on there for a minute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> does Katie smoke every day? I feel like she does. I think she probably does. She mentioned smoking here, and
1: I don't know. It just seems like she's. it's, it's a common theme with her lately. I think Wayne says, did you do pot today? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I think she just, yeah. She's a bit of a pothead, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is verbatim. We might play what dances. It's always her decision. Yeah, duh, Dan. <laughs> Don't yeah. make it weird. Come on, Dan. You need to go see Professor Tricia. I don't know if school's out right now or what it is, but. Doesn't Dan have a lady, though? See, the chip truck girl, right? Yes. Yeah, maybe that's a casual thing. Maybe that's
0: just casual sex, because. Casual
1: butt play for Dan, I, <laughs> I don't know. can't.
0: <laughs> but it's just strange. And maybe, and maybe it's just for plot purposes that he's, <laughs> he's throwing
1: his hat in the ring. I don't know.
0: But overall, in the scene, I don't know if you noticed, but Dan looks a lot smaller in this season. I thought
1: he looked like he had lost some weight. Yeah. Like he doesn't look quite as, as round as uh, Pitter Patty as he did previously. Yes. Yeah. That's
0: what I was thinking. Because I was just, you know, looking at the sideway view in the farmhouse at the table. And his overalls look a lot smaller. And I mm-hmm.
1: thought, oh, man. He, I, looks I actually like did notice weight. that. That he looks like he's he's... Thinned out some.
0: i with you. I, my money's on Katie, is as the dark horse candidate. <laughs> and I wrote, Why did Wayne mention sperm in the hot tub?
1: I think it's like a myth you can't get pregnant in a hot tub because the heat kills the sperm. <laughs> I'm sure that's not accurate though, because a lot of those, oh, you can't get pregnant, blah, blah, blah myths are just that sounds like somebody who's trying to talk their way out of thinking they knocked somebody up. Like, yeah. oh no, we did it in a hot tub, so it, it can't be mine. <laughs> I am here for all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle references that they throw out this episode. It's happening a lot. <laughs> it happens a lot. I don't know why. It's never about the same thing, but they say it five or six times <laughs> in this episode, but I'm an 80s baby and a, a 90s child. So it made you happy. I, I was all about some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then we get the Tannis call. Which I'm glad
0: we finally get to see Tannis again. Yes. It's nice to see. I'm glad she wasn't just out of the
1: season. Mm -hmm. Wayne doesn't even know what's going on, though. Which is a little surprising because... The skids haven't been exactly quiet about it. They're literally driving through town smashing mailboxes. Maybe he just... I don't know if it's because it's winter and he's not getting out as much. He was at Modine's, though. I don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't know. It seems like something he would know about.
0: Yeah, especially him being out. He said th- they were busy with the d which I get that. But that's over with. I mean, it took not very long, it feels like. And its I think it says something that Tannis was worried that he was going to find out. Yeah,
1: that she, she wanted him to know that it wasn't them. One, because she didn't want his aggression towards her because of that. But two, also just like, hey, we're cool. I want us to continue being cool. And so, you know, this wasn't us. I mean, she
0: really, at this point, kind of sees that if he says you're out, you're out. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> He has that power.
0: Okay, so she says she's going to take care of it. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, we're going to get more tannis Episode that's good. But immediately thought, ah,
1: Stuart probably would rather deal with Wayne. Because I think Wayne is a little more (laughs) level-headed. And for as much as he can beat people up, I don't think he would just go and beat Stuart up. Whereas, I don't think that's above tennis. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. As we see later. But then we come back to the
0: very end of the conversation at the table. And Darius says, is that true? Whatever Wayne said. He goes, no. (laughs) And I'm why did Wayne just lie for
1: no reason.
0: (laughs) Does he just oh. like to
1: screw with Derry? Sometimes I think, just because Derry can be so stupid and just... But at that point, is it just too easy? Is it too easy to screw with somebody who will just believe whatever you say? I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, I guess we'll skip... We kind of skipped over that little part. The skids, the actual perpetrators of all the vandalism, are gaming furiously in the basement, 10 hours on original NES. Gay acknowledges that there is heat on FACU, and they plan to keep going when Tannis, Axe, and Slash appear.
1: They still never say their names.
0: (laughs) I swear, yeah, I don't think they ever say
1: their name, but they actually get to talk this time. They did. I I noticed that they seem like characters rather than props, because they've kind of almost just been props before. Yeah. They got that SAG card, I guess, for this, (laughs) because they finally got to say some stuff. Yeah. I love that Roald is all on Gay's side when they're talking, and she's scoffing, and he's even against Stuart. He's all about her now, and I love that. And she's full on won him over now. Yes, and I love that. I like that their relationship has become—it's friendly. It's blossomed. <laughs> They've blossomed. And then Tannis says that it smells like feet Uh-oh. in the basement, and I one hundred percent can see that
0: smelled that through
1: uh, yeah. your tv yeah. like mm, yeah i bet that is what it smells like
0: 10 straight hours of nintendo
1: it probably smells like more than feet then
0: i could i couldn't do that I, josh probably could i don't know i bet nate could with snacks and proper bathroom breaks i definitely could see him doing if,
1: it if he had enough soda and snacks and a smoke break periodically I bet if he had like a Saturday or a Sunday, he could do that. If
0: Josh had a brand new <laughs> Assassin's Creed game he wanted to get through and a full empty day where we didn't have anything else he needed to do, I think he could bust out 10 hours pretty easy. Can confirm. Surprised I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. I Yeah, I wrote down Rolden Gay are vibing now, and I mm-hmm. love that.
1: So, what do you think of the NES sports combo? See, I never was a big sport. Like we're not. I'm not a sports fan, and so I didn't play a lot of sports games. So I don't really have an opinion on that one. Well,
0: I meant more of the
1: tone with which this oh, conversation. That yeah, that was weird. Why I don't know why they have to make everything all sexual the sex noises when there's nothing sexual happening. They are
0: well, I guess for them that's like foreplay or something. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I'm not complaining, but these games are between 20
1: and 30 years old. You're not... bored. Far from blasé. Wondrous. What's next? We haven't even ransacked the sports games yet. Guilty pleasures. Pleasures, no less. Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Punch Out. Uh-huh. Hoops. Uh-huh. Excite-a-bike. Ooh. Blades of Steel. Uh-huh. American Gladiators. Uh-huh. California Games. Uh-huh. But after that... NES Open? He's supposed to be later on the house <laughs> No, let's do something else. Yeah. Do you guys like dancing? All right. Last week, it was Stuart getting nut punched was turning him on. Yeah. I just, I don't know. They're, mm, it didn't do anything for me sexually. <laughs> but again, they're, they've got a little bit of a different vibe. <laughs> so. When she
0: makes that suggestion at the end, is she talking about DDR, you think?
1: I don't know. See, I thought of it as maybe, I guess it's snowy. so I, I took it like, hey, let's go dance in the dollar store parking lot the way that they do on the cardboard oh. box. But DDR probably makes more sense since they've been inside for 10 hours playing video <laughs> games That just to continue that trend with something else.
0: They're like bears. They hibernate. Or something. I don't know. But that's where my mind went was <laughs> DDR. But then they're playing Nintendo. I don't. I
1: never did that. What, was it for PlayStation? I don't or...
0: know. This is what I couldn't put my finger on. I didn't know if DDR was made for Nintendo because I feel like
1: it was too old. You know? Yeah, They didn't have that kind of technology.
0: <laughs> so maybe they were going to a place to play it. Or maybe I was wrong and they were just going out to dance like you
1: thought. Hmm any of those things they didn't get to do it but at least they would have gotten some blood flow going not that they need any more blood flow but
0: Tannis snuck in
1: on them too it was like they turned around and whoa hey how long has she been there she seems pretty comfortable on that nasty ass couch so yeah i don't know been there for a minute but i feel like she's snarky enough that she would have interjected on some of these conversations yeah like maybe she just got there right before they finished yeah She wouldn't be able to to stomach the the conversations, probably.
0: I'm immediately interested in the Tannis versus Gay aspect of the conversation. It was... What do you think? uh, Because you really love Tannis, but we are vibing with Gay. She's a new character, but
1: we're really kind of liking her. Well, a little bit later when they actually do have their conversation. Yeah. Tannis doesn't win that one. I, like, she doesn't. And, and not, I do like Tannis, but Gay won that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> they both think they're badass.
0: I said, yes, I'm sure that basement 100% probably does smell like feet. That's yeah, disgusting. It doesn't surprise me. Why would you hang out there? Why would you hang out there? Uh, <laughs> it no, makes no. no sense. I wrote that, the last thing. I wrote down Tannis is like Wayne's constable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's going to take care of business when he's not there to do it.
0: Because I feel like it's something he would at some point have gotten around to.
1: If he I feel like if he knew about the vandalism that was happening, he would have confronted Stewart about it at if he had some known point. about it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I felt like it was coming probably at some point. And I don't I, I don't necessarily look at it like she's doing his work, but I mean, she kind of is. She's taking
1: care of something he She's would taking have care of Letterkenny business, yes. and I mean, other than the fact that they were trying to pass it off as the natives, really, he didn't have anything to do with her. Yeah, she didn't really have to do that at all. Yeah. She could have just said, hey, this has been happening, it's not us, and you might want to take care of that. Uh, yeah, Tannis, other people's opinion of you is not your business. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's all I have for
0: that. It's just a quick scene, I guess. Yeah, We're back into one where it's just quick scenes again. And then we get to go to our boys. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> let me uh, let me read the scene really quick. Okay. At the hockey arena, Riley and Jonesy try to impose their personal discipline on the letter getting Irish, assigning fines for various violations, starting with untrimmed pubic hair. Second, they call out Boomtown for being a junk hider, never letting the other teammates see his penis. They pressure him to whip it out
1: as a show of team unity. So, all right, I will say their storyline this time is better than last time. It's still kind of weird to me though, because at first, all right, we're going to be implementing fines because we want these Ws and we need you guys to focus. You're on board for that chunk of the that sentence. chunk of it. <laughs> but then what they start implementing fines for is just bogus to me. Like how is a bush going to keep you from getting a W? And just aerodynamics, Maybe. I don't know. Like friction <laughs> while you're skating? What's going on, guys? I have no problem with Bush. Do you have a problem with Bush? I, I, I do And I
0: think that it's strange. That they do? But I'm trying to keep on the positive side where they're at least... At least they're not shredding the red. Yes. Well, they're... And they're worried about something. They're trying to... To better the team. They're trying
1: to better the team. In the weirdest
0: way they could.
1: So I have, what's with the bush hate? And then, what's the Is this desire to see everyone's junk? How does that bond you more as a team? I don't, I need answers. (laughs) Like how you need maps and ages. I need to understand why this is vital to you at
0: all. Why the penis fixation? Yes, I don't understand it. Boys. I wake up in the middle of the night, dry heaving at the amount of bush in this room. We thought tummy stick hedgehogs were extinct, boys. Shave your fucking junk hair,
1: boys. Disgusting, boys.
0: R&J are still working towards their W. They're taking responsibility. They're implementing fines. It doesn't make (laughs) sense when they (laughs) say what they're fining, but it's fine. It's It's fine.
1: It's fine.
0: (laughs) And I wrote down... When they start talking about what fines are doing, I thought, oh, this isn't going to go well.
1: <laughs> but everybody just kind of seems chill with it. I love that they assign Fisky and Yorkie titles and how proud they look of themselves when they're assigned these little titles. I agree. I said, well,
0: it's it's really good psychology because if you want someone to care about something more, you involve them in it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really funny. <laughs> we are the... Bush inspector and Bush <laughs> co-inspector. <laughs> and then they give Barts as senior Barts. director of Bush operations. <laughs> what the And Yorkie is senior scout and development. What does that Bush. even mean? I'm so confused. You're not wanting to develop Bush yeah. <laughs> if you're wanting to get rid of
1: it. You're wanting to deconstruct. What does he say? Like shaved down to the wood <laughs> And the fines will take place every week until it happens or every Oh my god, I don't know. I was it was better than the Shred the Red.
0: So this is we've still got more on this scene, but for this show Gosh, this is so much better than last time though. Last time we were trying actively to get away from Riley and Jonesy.
1: And that was scenes. such a, a foreign feeling of actively not wanting to do their scenes. But yeah, yeah it was real.
0: So really quick for shot count for this scene, though, there's four of them. So just if you're because I mean, Shorzy was here doing the dr- yeah, exactly. And, but I put
1: it down twenty dollars. is pretty steep. Also, my body, my choice. Like <laughs> I'm, somebody comes to so like, hey, you need to shave your bush, or I'm finding you twenty dollars. <laughs> I'd be like, you. <laughs> Yeah, I have to agree.
0: I have to agree. And that's what's so weird. They're so chill about it. I don't understand. They're just like, okay, sure. You're in charge, I guess. (laughs) And Shorzy, I'm still so confused. He's still shredding the red, I think. (laughs) I guess so. And I feel bad for Boomtown. He looks legit terrified and scared. And they're kind of bullying him. They are
1: kind of bullying him. But I
0: love this storyline ten times more. Than last time, even though they're being
1: mean to Boomtown. It's it's still a strange storyline, but at least it's not outright repulsive like last time was. Yes. (laughs) It's a little weird. It's a little strange. It's a little quirky, but I agree. So much better. I'll take it. I will take this over (laughs) last week.
0: And I don't have any more notes on that. Then we move over at the McMurray's. The Hicks enter the hot tub. Wayne observes that they have one of every kind of person at the hot tub party. The fully immersed guy, which is Dan. The guy with his shoulders out, which is Derry. The one who takes up two to three times more real estate than everybody else, which is Katie. Because <laughs> big dick energy, just Katie.
1: <laughs> putting out that
0: vibe. She does have such big dick energy. <laughs> and then the edge center, which is Bonnie. I think Bonnie was just showing that As off. I was going to say, she, she claimed that spot. Pretty quickly. That's me, Wayne. And then she gets up there like, oh,
1: oops. (laughs) Oh, am I sitting on the edge? Am I
0: accidentally soaking wet and absolutely gorgeous? Rocking
1: this bikini like nobody's business? Yes. She has on red lipstick in this too, doesn't she? I can't recall.
0: I think she has on a red bathing suit. With red she has lipstick. a red bathing
1: suit on. I remember that.
0: I'm pretty sure that's the case. Well, on Wayne's turn, he's the one that keeps hands out of the water to be able to dig out smokes. But Rosie offers to keep one hand out, so one of his hands can be warm, and she can use one of her hands to help light them. So <laughs> that's teamwork. Sweet. It
1: makes the dream work.
0: <laughs> They've written her very well. They vibe
1: with their sense of humor and their way of thinking right at the very beginning when we meet rosie i feel like they tried a little too hard to make her just like wayne Mm -hmm. and i think now she's still very much like wayne but kind of still her own person and i I like i really liked her in this episode what are your thoughts on hot tubs? so nate's definitely an edge sitter because he gets warm really fast in the hot tub and Mm -hmm. so he'll get out and he'll sit on the side and like cool off I am one of those, I'm a fully submerged person. I'm like Dan. I, I'm a Dan. <laughs> because like, all right, you're sitting in the hot tub. I think of it as, especially most of the time, if I'm in a hot tub, it's at hot springs. And so it's kind of rejuvenating water with a lot of minerals and stuff. And mm-hmm. you're, I'm like, I want to get as much benefit from this as I can. I'm going to sink into this all the way up to my chin. And as a hot springs frequenter, I do say that having dry hands is nice. Not, not even for smoking, but just like we take cheese and crackers and stuff with us when we go. You want to be able to eat and not have soggy crackers. But just sitting there with your hands out of the water is weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't be weird, a, Wayne. Put, just put a towel somewhere close by. That's what that that's my my two cents. Just have a towel to dry your hands. off.
0: No, I a hundred percent agree because I wrote, "Am I away? Because I, I said I don't. I'm not weird like that. I know. But... Like he even
1: has his fingers <laughs> together. It's just it's a it's a weird stance, Wayne. It's a weird energy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really love Katie in black. She had a black bed suit on and I'm, she was rocking it.
1: I liked her little pigtails too. It just it worked. She looked cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The audio is very rough. I'm sure Josh probably was thinking the same thing. It it's very
1: tinny. It's very it sounds very hot tub black though. Like they were. I mean, they're actually in a hot tub mm-hmm. and they just have background noise from it.
0: Oh, okay. I paused, and I'm pretty sure I got a good, solid picture of this. So, Dan's going to get in the hot tub, and I was trying to check out his tattoos. Oh, yes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He's got, well, he's got some on both arms, but the one on his right, when he was getting in, I'm pretty sure he has a cross on his arm, and underneath,
1: I think it says Kingsley. Nuh-uh. I think it does. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. That makes me wonder who kingsley is in his life is it a a pet like a beloved pet i don't know or it's his like a relative or
0: and i'm i mean it's definitely because the... he's the one who
1: would always say kingsley and in a certain way yeah that that would be kind of cute if that was somebody special to him it would make sense that they pulled names from real life situations yeah. like that especially but... a, kind of a unique sounding name like that yes because i i mean I've never heard anybody named Kingsley. Before. I haven't
0: either. Not even well, in yeah, in a Harry Potter book, that's it. So I love he's festive with his little umbrella. I love the little and, umbrella. And then he put it in his
1: beard. It reminded me of you ever, there was a trend a few years ago when guys they had the big beards and they decorate them at Christmas time. They do glitter beards mm-hmm. or hang like the tiny ornaments. I, it was a stupid trend, but I I liked looking at pictures of it. <laughs> like, yeah, decorate your beard with your little umbrella. <laughs> He's just so silly and
0: fun. I love Daniel. <laughs> I wrote that Bonnie still seems to have eyes mostly for Wayne,
1: even though Rosie's, Rosie's there. Rosie's sitting right there. But that says a lot for Rosie that somebody so hot can be openly hitting on your boyfriend and you don't mind. Yeah. I've always been too insecure and jealous for anything like that.
0: Have you ever ran into a situation like that where someone is obviously trying to get at Nate or whoever it was that you were <laughs> with at the time and it's
1: just awkward? Yes, it happened more when Nate and I were in that year that we were just casually seeing Mm -hmm. each other. So we weren't exclusive and we weren't official. But if I was at a party with him, bitches better step off. (laughs) I almost fought a girl when I was drunk once. Yeah, it was... mm. But she she lost in the end. I'm currently knocked up with his, you know, (laughs) baby. So yeah, I'd say I won that one. (laughs) Ha ha. Jessica. It was Jessica.
0: (laughs) Shows you, Jessica. She probably tried to go in the bathroom. She's naked because she had to take her one piece off. (laughs) (laughs) Megan's Uh, about to make me snort. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so even though I'm a Dan, I never, I don't think I ever
1: chin in the water. I always stop right at the neck. I mean, if I was in a hot tub with a bunch of different people, chin would be where I'd stop. If we go to Hot springs and it's just me and Nate or even if we have the babies, I'll even submerge my head and like get my hair and everything wet because I hold a lot of tension in my neck and shoulders, so I want that to be relaxed. so just as deep in that water as I can get.
0: <laughs> I think Josh is a shoulders out guy if I had to
1: I feel like a lot of guys are shoulders out guys. Or the space taker uppers that sprawl their yeah. legs and arms everywhere.
0: I don't put up with that.
1: I don't either. I'm scoot over. And that, <laughs> it wasn't a bad sized hot tub. It seemed overcrowded to me though.
0: Yes. It was a eight seater at least, I'd say.
1: I don't know. I mean, but
0: I like that they made Katie the take up too much room guy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Kind of spread out. I like that Wayne is self-aware enough to understand...
1: That he would not admit to being cold. Yes, yeah, see, he will admit that about himself. Like, well, don't your hands get cold? I'm the guy who won't admit that. <laughs> a lot of guys are like that, but he's very self-aware. Yeah, at least, I mean, because a lot of guys would be like, oh, no, I'm not going to be cold or, you know, whatever. Like, I never get cold. Yeah. Bull- what a stupid thing to, I don't know, try to look cool about. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am judgmental today.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, but then we have Katie Couric. (laughs) Not really, but she's doing the deep dive. She's investigating. (laughs) And she asks Bonnie what her type is. And Bonnie says she doesn't have a type. But then we kind of see later on. That might not be the case. But I'll, let's read the scene really quick. Katie asks Bonnie various questions, trying to see whether she would be more interested in Derry or Dan, asking about body type, hair, and so forth, as Dan and Derry try to demonstrate their worthiness in response to her answers. And Katie says, If you had to choose between someone who's more big and hairy versus someone who's
1: a lot less big and hairy, but more pale. And I felt like those were like, yeah, it was like when she describes Wayne to the matchmaker. That was an accurate description, but it doesn't feel like a fair, cohesive description. It's accurate but not right. Yeah. It's truthful. There's just so much more to both of them. Even dairy. <laughs> there's still there's more. But I was a little surprised she said she didn't mind hair. I was too. I figured that she would be a more manscaped type.
0: Do we ever see Bonnie with anyone? I don't think we ever see her with a guy at all. Other than people trying, but as far as her being with a person, I don't think we ever
1: see that. I don't feel like she has a relationship relationship, but she says she likes being single.
0: I wrote down though that inferring from this that she probably wouldn't like R&J manscaping.
1: (laughs) Not if it's... Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's why she's not super into hockey players. Maybe they're a bit too manscaped and groomed for her. I don't know. I did see her with somebody more groomed. I did Just, just how I saw it's her. It's just an impression. Yeah. Yeah. So what, out of the types list, like, what would your type be? I see you as more groomed as well. Yeah, Somebody definitely. who likes somebody who's more groomed. The I put Josh, Avi, but <laughs> other than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's got this little mustache combo deal going right now i'm, I'm not a huge fan of just
1: because it's prickly and i don't when i'm kissing i don't know it's just there's a stage see because nate used to keep his a lot shorter yeah like he, he didn't have a beard and he'd have almost like a little bit of a goatee but not like it was real short that almost hurts when you're kissing it's prickly now that he's got such a bushy beard and a lot it, everything's it's soft <laughs> It's, like, nice and soft, and he uses beard oil, so it always smells nice, and mm-hmm. it's just... But I'm not a fan of body hair. I love his beard, back hair, shoulder hair, stuff like yeah. that. I just... I can't... Can't get on board with. I like clean-shaven
0: everything. <laughs> so that's just me in a nutshell. <laughs> so that's my that's my jam. I, I wrote down, I guess Derry can't grow a beard legitimately. I wonder if that's a pull from... Nathan actually not being
1: able to grow a beard. I think he can't. The one where they do the Shark Tank episode where they have that fight about it. Because they say grow beards and blow up beaver dams. Beaver dams. The way that when he's patchy, I think that he'd be very patchy and not grow a full beard. I don't think he's a beard grower. poor Nathan.
0: I love, so Wayne tells Dana to take about 20% off over there and he goes, Yeah,
1: sure. Hey, look, Bubbles.
0: (laughs) I just, I, I love that he does his best, he wants to be respectful, and he's like, okay, don't want to make anyone awkward, more awkward. going to change the subject.
1: <laughs> Wayne and Rosie are cute together, and they seem about on the same page, and when she says like she likes to stay home and read, is that the scene? I have it down in my notes yeah, right here. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, okay. So when they leave stuff out of the synopsis sometimes, I'm like, are my notes, I'm pretty sure they're in the right place, because I take them in order with the episode, yeah. but... And she says she likes to stay home and read. And Wayne is perfectly cool with that. Dan's like, oh, she's up to something. And Derry's like, yeah, she's definitely up to something. And Wayne's like, must be a really good book. Like, The Road. And I love The Road. I've not read it, but I it's I looked good. it up. Is it really good? Mm-hmm. It's kind of post apocalyptic Yes. And it has some sad parts. It's very... It was such a good book for me that I wouldn't watch the movie. Because they made a movie of it oh, after yeah. the book came out. And it's even got Viggo Mortensen, who I really like. And I wouldn't watch the movie. Because, you know, movies just sometimes you ruin don't, really good books. You don't want it to be a disappointment. Yeah. So, uh, that's a good book. I have it if you ever want to borrow it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I might. I might do that. I like that Wayne and Rosie, they have already really gotten to know each other Real. well. They realize that the other one needs space.
1: And they figured out what works for their relationship. Because we've kind of been back and forth like, are they together? Are they not together? Are they just hanging out? Are they actually dating? Apparently they're dating and they figured out what works for them. I am the opposite of both <laughs>
0: Wayne and Rosie. Josh is a Wayne and Rosie. I am the opposite. I am needy of time. <laughs> and God bless Josh because he has learned to balance me and I have had to learn to get over it because he needs to have time away from me with other people doing things outside of being a hermit with me. I could be a hermit and spend time with him all the time and be completely content for the rest of my life. <laughs> but <laughs> We're just going to camp out here in the house and never leave. But that is apparently... Not healthy. <laughs> so so <laughs> we, we balance each other out really well overall, I think, anyway. And you need that balance. So
1: I guess Rosie really loves to read, like we said. This is when this is when Katie starts kinda laying it on thick after she asks Bonnie, like, Well, what would a guy have to do to get your attention? Da 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 She crawls over to start the jets for the bubbles and she's over here just seducing everything. Down to Dan's tiny little umbrella. She is just... Dan's eyes. She is just exuding sexiness. She
0: is. She's doing it so well. Yeah, she... Dan's eyes pop out and he's like, okay, I cannot move (laughs) because this is a very
1: precarious situation. Wayne's right there. Yeah, I don't know if I would try to seduce somebody quite so hard right in front of my brother. Yeah, it feels strange. That would be a little weird. But Katie doesn't give... Verda. Like, she's never... Give. She just is who she is and acts how she's going to act and does what she does. She very unsubtly suggests that Bonnie could ho- hook up with her. Yeah, what'd she say? I, I had my first girl phase when Around I was your age. your age.
0: So we know Bonnie's a little bit younger than Katie. Although she doesn't seem opposed to having a girl phase. I don't know. I couldn't get a read on her face. She doesn't say anything, really.
1: I feel like... Bonnie probably prefers the D, but if Katie's throwing it out there. <laughs> Katie's got big dick
0: energy. So. Yeah. <laughs> she's not. I don't think she's ready for that, though. I think she was open, but slightly terrified
1: of the idea. Because Katie comes on hot. She does. And I feel like she'd be a very aggressive lover. <laughs> so that could be. A little intimidating
0: if you've never had that experience before. Because we've not even seen Bonnie have a boyfriend. No. Not, th- I mean, the way that she talks, we assume that she probably has casually hooked up or she's, she's had some experience. Yes. But we've not seen her with a boyfriend.
1: I feel like we would have heard via the storyline that <laughs> she's had one. Yeah. Especially in such a small town where so many people are vying for her attention that would be something like, oh, Bonnie's taken right now.
0: And the last note I have on this scene is that I love that Wayne is very comfortable in the way he says, there's no reason not
1: to trust somebody until they give I you get one. Until get... See, that's something else I'm bad about. And it's just because I've been screwed over so many times. You get to a point where you're jaded and so immediately, I think you're lying to me. I'm pretty sure you're sleeping with somebody. You're like, well, hopefully you don't, but a lot of times that's immediately the dark place that I would go to. Oh, no, you're lying. I, I have, since my first relationship, I've had a very hard time being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to trust you until you give me a reason not to. Mm, no, you mean, going to have to earn that. I don't trust you.
0: <laughs> I'm blissfully naive about oh. most things with most people. I'll be honest. It would be very easy to cheat on me. I don't believe that Josh... Well, I won't say that because I also do things like handle our bank accounts. and <laughs> So I guess really... He'd have to. He'd have to put a lot of planning into it. But I don't ever. I mean,
1: I trust that he wouldn't. But again, I am a very naive person, and I embrace that about myself. Josh, you can have some angry letter, can he? Not my forte. Fans after you, if that's uh, ever the case. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I I'm just easily tricked. Oh. I want to
0: believe you, so I, feel I do. Like I need to hug you right now. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, sure, that sounds legitimate. I don't know. You gonna
1: stay home and read your book? Okay.
0: Oh. Well, he could never stay home and read his book because you're. Be like, you will be here. <laughs> I would be like, that sounds so fun. I'm right here next to you. How's your book? Do you wanna read it out loud to me? That's
1: hilarious.
0: (laughs) And that's all I have for that scene. Do you have anything
1: Uh, else? Yeah, I'm done on that scene pretty (laughs) well.
0: Alright, and so we go back to our boys, Riley and Jonesy. Okay, so Jonesy and Riley call out Fisky for stepping on the logo on the floor. And they also announced that their sweaters should never touch the floor, both as a sign of respect for the team. They returned to Boomtown to pressure him to show his penis. (laughs) When they hear a noise on the ice, though, they hurry out over to the rink. Uh,
1: so I put Boomtown's discomfort makes me uncomfortable because, like you said, his face, his body language, you can tell he's so. He just wants to not be there. He wants this to be done. He doesn't want this to be happening. It and hurts. I could radiate it like it was through the screen. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings for him. I know, it does. I don't and know. I, I think part of it, we've talked about before several times, what a giant, massive guy he is. And I think the fact that he seems so vulnerable, even though he's so. He makes it even worse for me. It's impressive that he
0: makes me feel like he is. It in a vulnerable be, yeah, situation, because like, he's
1: the, easily the biggest guy in the room. Oh, easily. Easily the biggest. But I felt in this scene like I needed to protect him. Stand up for him or something. So good acting
0: on his part. (laughs) I do get the not stepping on the logo thing. So I used to work at a vet school in admissions and we had this rug that had the emblem, the school emblem on it, the logo. And it wasn't a spoken rule, but everyone just really tried their best not to not to step on it it was right in the middle of a hallway so it made it difficult but (laughs) it just felt disrespectful Uh to
1: to walk on it did you notice fisky can't talk either until he's addressed the way that boomtown couldn't so he he gets introduced fisky then why is it on the floor
0: that brings me to my next point your jerseys
1: oh yo buddy you should call a sweater buddy don cherry's orders
0: don cherry buddy
1: Your sweater never, ever touches the floor. Hang up the sweater. Live for the sweater. Respect the sweater. And I said that their sweaters are like our Delta Canes, which I think we've mentioned before, Megan and I are sorority sisters. That's just immediately what I thought of. Don't touch the floor. The sweater doesn't touch the floor. Respect the sweater. (laughs) (laughs) It took me back. (laughs) I just
0: wrote, so every time we, we jumped back to Riley and Jonesy, I had little side notes, and it's always, so this one says, I'm so glad this isn't poop jokes. <laughs> it's just, right. I, I overly appreciated this episode, I think, because, because of last episode.
1: Absence makes the heart grow fonder, just uh, when, like Wayne says, it makes the heart grow fonder. So that bad writing last episode made this one even sweeter. <laughs> so I have never heard jerseys called sweaters,
0: but I apparently that's a Don Cherry thing. Who they reference a lot. He must be the bee's knees in hockey. <laughs> Hang up the sweater. Live for the sweater. Respect the sweater. <laughs> and I get that because to be all in on a team, you need to show respect to the team. You need to show respect to the equipment. It shows that you care about what you're doing. Yeah. So I get that. So I'm I'm kind of on their side with that. I am not on their
1: side with bullying a grown man to show his penis. Oh, right. <laughs> And then they make everybody else drop trousers so he's less uncomfortable, but how is that less... Uh, the whole thing is uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I don't understand this whole Junk Out Boys deal. Is this a thing? I don't know. I, Josh isn't a sports guy, so I don't know that <laughs> uh, he's the best
1: reference, but y'all, is this a thing? I don't... I Because I was going to say, you've been on sports teams. I've been on a couple sports teams, mm-hmm. but even if we had to take showers... There was never a point made of like, oh, hey, I haven't seen your vagina yet. What's that look like? <laughs> hey, whip it whip out. Whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. It was. But they're really adamant that it's going to be like a team bonding experience. And trying to stay positive.
0: <laughs>
1: I appreciate that the other guys
0: are trying to be supportive and say, hey, you know, look, we can do it. And if that makes you feel more comfortable or whatever. But I still am not down
1: with the peer pressure. No, no. And also, uh, then this is kind of out of left field as much as something can be out of left field for this topic of conversation. But flaccid penises are not that impressive anyway. I've never seen an impressive flaccid penis. And if they're hard while they're doing this, that makes the whole thing even worse. So much worse. Makes it a whole other conversation. So they're either in their unimpressive state or they're in their like, hey, we need to be having different conversations right now state. And neither is good. They go full trow drop when they do this down to ankles,
0: and then Riley and Jonesy hear someone on the ice, and they just leave. But they say don't they don't move, stay here. So they just and stay these grown ass men just stay there with their pants with their down, penises out. <laughs> I mean, what? The <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for that scene. Do you think
1: anything? Else? No, that was it for that scene. <laughs> okay
0: we jump back to the hot tub. After Bonnie says that she appreciates a guy who can make her laugh, Dan and Derry engage in a war of fluff jokes, but Katie is the one who makes her laugh. They fluff so much that Wayne actually asked if the bubbles in the hot tub were turned back <laughs> on and unfortunately, they have not. So, go ahead.
1: So, when she, Katie asks, what's your type? And she says, I don't really have a type. And I wrote, Bonnie is lying because the truthful answer to that would be Wayne. True. That's That's what her answer should be. That
0: would be such a ballsy thing to say. Oh, that gutsy bro. I would give her such props for just
1: dropping that. But at the same time, it is very rude. That would be really disrespectful to Rosie doing that. But Dan and Jerry are both being so gross. I can't even... I want to smack them both and kick them out of the hot tub. Yes. Who does that in a hot tub full of... And I feel like I say that about dairy a lot. Who does that? Who even does that? Dan, you're being lumped in with this now. Make better choices. But this was the worst scene for me, I think.
0: It's disgusting. It makes no sense. We've already been over the rules. Don't fluff in front of girls. And they're seeing her face.
1: She is not laughing at this. Why do you continue? She's not an eight-year-old girl. She's not impressed by you passing gas in a hot tub. You're literally fighting over her. This is the way you choose to do it? And they're setting up Katie for- This is the way you- right? Yeah. She's the one getting all of the
0: laughs off of this. And I agree with everything she says. I said, nobody is enjoying this, including Amber. <laughs> oh,
1: so much truth to that statement. Like, yeah, this is- oh.
0: But the way that Bonnie kind of giggles and looks like I was thinking, oh, she She's kind of feeling Katie a little bit. <laughs> she said she's definitely the best. Option.
1: I wish I could remember Katie's jokes because I thought they were actually pretty funny. I didn't write them down though, but
0: one one was something about being
1: well brought up. yeah, you weren't though. that was, but you were I wish yeah. you were something like that. yeah That was well brought up too bad you weren't <laughs> Got a rich in her life. <laughs> You're funny, Katie. I so said they're just they're acting like a bunch of they yeah gross. And then Derry does his freak out voice again. I like, hate that. Derry, how can you be so surprised when girls don't like you? And you already know from your own mouth, you're not good enough looking to get by on just looks. And this is the personality you choose to put forth. Bonnie can never unsee this. No, she can never unhear it or unsmell it or unsee <laughs> it or unbe around. It's part of her now. And it's... <laughs> it's part of her now. Bonnie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she will carry this with her. I would be... I... look. It's when like, do really you ever started? want a shot ever? You know, right? If they wouldn't have left the hot tub, I would have. Got, I would have pulled away and Rosie and just left. Because oh yeah, that was. How, how could you even enjoy it? You couldn't even relax in that water anymore.
0: I'm so surprised Bonnie didn't ask them to leave. She's too. She's too polite to ask him to leave. But you know, the shot count. Lay it on me. I was being extremely generous. I was to say because there's you.
1: a part where you just be waterfalling it.
0: <laughs> just turn that whole bottle up. Bro. Yeah. I put down 15, and that was That's being- That's super generous, I think. Extremely generous. I just, after that point, <laughs> I just said, this is ridiculous. I can't do it anymore. There's a certain point where it's not even about Bonnie anymore. It's
1: about Gary no, and Dan. They're having a, the equivalent of a, a pissing contest. If only it was a pissing contest. <laughs> Ugh. Not in the hot tub, though.
0: <laughs> Rosie and Wayne- Laying down truth bombs, and then they get out of there, and I totally, totally agree. Yeah, at that point for me, the party's over. No, you've ruined it. You've ruined it, and Dan. I wrote down, Rosie doesn't even like to, she doesn't even seem like she likes to get out that
1: much, and she probably regrets deciding to do anything. So what, she drove two and a half hours to come to a hot tub party, only for that to happen to be in the hot tub for ten minutes. That would piss me off. I yeah. hadn't even thought about the fact that she had to come a long way for it.
0: I would like to think at this point she's probably staying with Gail off and on quite a bit. Could be. I hadn't thought about that. We already kind of mentioned it. I don't like glitchy dairy or whatever that yeah, weird. the shriek. Shriek thing he does. <sighs> it, I just don't find it funny. I don't know. Maybe some people think that's hilarious. But again, some I Some people feel think
1: bathroom jokes are hilarious. It just. Not our those jam. Those people are wrong. <laughs>
0: It's fine. You can be wrong. So someone on one of the sites, I'm on two fan sites on Facebook. It's Letterkenny Fans and Letterkenny Pitter-Patter Posting is what it's <laughs> called. And on, someone mentioned that one day. They said, what is that? Like, what's that about? And someone said, that's dairy going super hick. And I guess, but it's just not, I don't know. Uh,
1: that gives a hicks a bad name. I don't know. Derry's beat Red, though, in this scene. You, I mean, think about blood vessels he's popping, getting to that pitch. Ugh.
0: And overall, that's all I have about that. I mean, we can get away from that immediately. <laughs> and then we jump back to the basement. Unless you had anything else?
1: No, that was I was done with that scene. Yes.
0: <laughs> Tannis and Stuart, back at the basement, have a confrontation. Tannis throws shade at Gay. Who throws it back, attributing Tannis's insults to projection of her own guilt and sexual insecurity. Tannis brushes it off and tells Axe and Slash to do damage, but they don't because they are kind of mind-tricked by Gay. They end up leaving, and then Tannis goes to leave as well. Gay's mother shows up, who turns out to be Kim, the too-hard feminist and psychologist who the matchmaker had once set up with Wayne. So, I put down... Gay kind of seems fully in charge now.
1: My first note is, I haven't heard the word chode since <laughs> I lived in Albuquerque. The <laughs> deep cut. Yeah, I was gonna say, nobody here says it. It was said often in Albuquerque, though. But yeah, Gay, she's flipping the script. Tanis is used to being the one who can be intimidating, who can talk Sure-da. to people, and can usually back it up. I mean, she... She has her little cohorts that help with the actual physical inflicting of pain if she Mm -hmm. needs it. But as far as telling somebody off, she's usually pretty good at that. And Gay uses that power of psychology and just turns it around on her. And I love Tannis, but Tannis lost this one. Are you... In this scene, Team Tannis or Team Gay, though? I felt very conflicted because of my love for Tannis, but yeah. Gay just had it. She had it the whole time. There mm-hmm. was never a point where she wasn't superior. She never seemed one. flustered. She never seemed like she was going to be tripped up. And that's the thing about when you can speak intelligently and you have a certain amount of knowledge about the psychology of it. Yeah. You can keep your cool while <laughs> simultaneously being super, so super condescending to the other person which usually enrages them further Mm -hmm. making them more flustered and causing their arguments to be even more irrational it's almost compounding on top of it
0: i had an
1: emotional roller
0: coaster in this scene also (laughs) i think because gay kind of starts out saying
1: what's a tannis and i said girl sit down you just got here (laughs) she started off a little bit like you could do better than that Because Tannis says, who's that? And she says, what's that? And that seemed like the basest of her comebacks. Yeah. It got better from there. But I was like, respect the Tannis. Respect the Tannis. You're you're new here. Uh, And again, Gay won this one. But you're still the new girl. Respect the (laughs) Tannis. What do you feel about the idea that she has repressed sexual feelings for Stuart? I feel like that's not accurate. I agree. But then she reacted to it. And again, I think this is just the compounding effect of Gay's, what she's saying, but also the attitude with which she's saying it, and the fact that she talks to Bax and Slash about Rold and giving him a hug, and maybe you're repressing some things, and you owe oh, this to you. I think she got in their heads pretty hardcore. Yeah. And I think Tanis was more like, what the furda what's going on? She's not used to not having that control, and I think that just threw her.
0: I like that- When they're talking about Rold and Axe and Slash, Rold offers a hug. He's in it to try to be helpful. Yeah, he's genuinely like, if a hug will
1: help, I'll help. And they kind of freaked out, which made me wonder if she wasn't too far off base with them. Of course, I don't know them very well. They're just always kind of, they've been props up until now.
0: Yeah, I wrote down gay wins with toxic masculinity. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) And they flee. Then when Tannis gets up to leave... I do love that she flicks her nose, but almost delicately. It's almost kind of cute and flirtatious, but not really flirtatious. I don't know. But it it wasn't mean-spirited, it seemed. It was more cutesy, I thought.
0: I don't agree that she feels shame for the way she acts. And I don't think that that's fair or healthy. I don't know. I just didn't like that. It rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. Because I like that Katie... Owns her sexuality. Owns it, yeah, and, and I feel like
1: Tanis owns it too. I don't think she's apologetic for who she is or how she is. But again, I think the gay was just trying to get into their heads. Especially Tannis.
0: It's a thing where she probably made them think twice about something. And it just kind of unsettled them mm-hmm. in some way.
1: Well, especially if you're not used to, one, being called out at all. But two, being called out over something so specific. I think that would be a little... Flustering, you know, enough to make you kind of lose the momentum
0: I wrote down Stuart and Tanis. That would be a very wild yet maybe oddly satisfying couple. I feel like she would tie Stuart
1: up and it would be very s anmy.
0: I think <laughs> that they would probably dig on each other
1: pretty hard if they gave it a try though she would definitely be the dominant and yeah, he would be Oh, the S&M-y. yes <laughs> of course of course <laughs> and. You know, it might be the best either of them ever had because it would just be weird enough. I don't know. I really didn't put too much thought into it. But now, for some reason, I can't stop seeing it. (laughs) Thanks, Megan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just
0: such a strange coupling that ran through my mind. Mm -hmm. I put gay one, but I think everybody lost watching that Stuart tongue
1: maneuver. That was not good. And, you know, I'm all for cuddling this but (laughs) That was... (laughs) That was gross looking Stuart <laughs> Stewart figured out. yeah that's not how you don't know. <sighs>
0: Stuart So I looked at some of the background stuff. there's a few more new things on there. I did notice a lot a lot of drawings this time yes.
1: which you usually are the one who notices that and I didn't pause it to see what they were of but as Tanis was leaving, I noticed that that wall was just covered yeah. in, in little drawings. There's a drawing
0: of each skid except for gay. I guess she's not made it on the wall yet. <sighs>
1: I feel like World would have sketched her by now.
0: There is a big bong that says fuck you on it.
1: <laughs> if they can get a fuck you bong already, they can draw a picture of gay. That's it, just my opinion. <laughs> there is a weird piece of wall art.
0: That says, the book no one could read. And I looked it up and it's a real book. It's just a drawing of that with a saying across it. But it's legitimately what it says. It's a book that it's got some illustrations and stuff in it. But no one really knows what it's saying. Because it's, I think it's some sort of like made up language. No one knows where it came from, what it's about.
1: but That's weird. It's a weird It seems like something they would be completely into and about.
0: Like the dark web. Yeah, (laughs) the dark web. <laughs> I tried to Google what Gay said to Tanis because I think she said something in French.
1: It sounded French
0: and I typed it in because I watched it with the subtitles and I couldn't. couldn't figure out what they were trying to say. Then Tanis flicks her nose and <laughs> leaves. It's strange, but then kind of a Tanis thing to do. I'm trying to belittle you belittle you. I'm I'm still trying to be the dominant one even though I've won. And then leaving. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, kind of... it was.
1: I think she was thrown. I really think that Tannis just didn't quite know how to progress from there. So she was like, all right, I'm leaving. I got to get one thing in at least because I didn't get anything else in, in this whole. It wasn't even a fight, this conversation. And then these kids are all praising gay. Like, that was amazing. And then, dun-dun-dun, mom shows up. I wrote the same thing. I said it's the feminist psychologist and their immediate reaction is to protect Gay. They do that little handhold thing in front of her, physically barring her from her mom.
0: I love when Gay wins the argument and Tannis leaves and they cut back to show stewarding Rold. Rold does celebration punches. Did you see that? They were so cute. That's my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's
1: switched now like they're protecting her their whole project was to get her sent back to the city but now that she's one of them and they love her she's filling the devon hole for them and better i think she could theoretically be a romantic interest for Stuart, and she's much kinder to roll than devon ever was she's much kinder to both of them than devon ever was even with the Penis punch in the last episode. Devin was always just really mean. He was manipulative, too. Yeah, he in wasn't a, mean way. a good friend. But he was also on meth. True. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, not, to, yeah. not, not that that's great, but he was a bad friend, but he was a bad friend on meth. So.
1: Yeah, so. I wrote, will she choose to stay? Mm, yeah, because the mom says, I'm taking you back to the city. And that's what she wanted. It is originally what she wanted, and I feel like it could have been especially rolled originally what they wanted i think stewart's always been cool with her staying but i think especially for gay and rolled at this point it's different now They're like no i don't i want you to leave i just want you to stay
0: here all right then we jump back to our boys at the hockey arena riley and jonesy discover that the noise is coming from tyson and joint boy doing slap shots
1: can anybody just walk on this ice and do whatever
0: they want
1: I guess. I mean, Angie walked right into the locker room. I don't know. There's no police officer presence <laughs> in this town, there's no security. <laughs> they invite them to play for the
0: Irish. Tyson and Joint Boy acknowledge that they're not good at hockey, but will happily join the team as enforcers. They return to the dressing room where Boomtown finally lowers his pants. Riley and Jonesy pronounce his penis to be healthy and modest and praise him for helping the team unity. <laughs> Riley says, great dick, Boomtown. And sure. It's just, okay, so Tyson and Joint Boy, they agree to be on this team. They walk into this locker room, and there's grown-ass men standing there with their pants down. Yeah. All just
1: standing there with their (laughs) pants down. I love that he's like, is this some kind of hazing thing? (laughs) Oh, Because that's exactly what it seems like. You're hazing Boomtown right now. But I love Joint Boy and Tyson. They have no skill Joint voice says, but I can beat the FURTA out of 95% <laughs> of the population. Might not get you goals, but we can make sure the other team is out of your way so you guys can get the goals. That is so smart, a little, a little grit, a little
0: sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down, okay, yeah, they are self-proclaimed not very good at
1: hockey, but they look like they can handle themselves on the ice. I mean, I'd skate away from I was them. Just, yeah, I was going to say, if nothing else, pushing people out of the way. I don't even know that they'd have to push people out of the way. I would get out of their way <laughs> actively on my own. I want to know how they can just decide to add people to the team. That was something else. Are there not tryouts? Is there not a time limit? You can just be like, oh, hey, you want to come join our team? Which, again, I don't know the ins and outs of hockey and things like that, but it did seem a little bit strange that they could just be like, oh, hey, you two people who happen to be at the ice skating rink, come join our team. And then they're just on the team. It seemed very unofficial, but we've kind of established they're in charge now, basically. So. Yeah, I mean, Coach wasn't even in this one. It's almost like they're the coaches. Lots of players-only meetings. Yeah, having. here lately. I love that they call Boomtown's penis healthy and modest. I feel like they've been pondering on this for a while. Like, no weird J-hook, Ferda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, leave this guy alone. And then I thought about, in the episode where they're talking about Stuart's penis, mm-hmm. how Katie's saying guys with bigger frames, their penises can look smaller. So I'm wondering if Boomtown actually has a pretty decent-sized penis, but just because he's so massive, they call it modest. Which, again, flaccid penises, unless you're Stuart, thinking back now, but they just it's hard to judge a penis flaccid. Eight <sighs> pool balls in a tube so. Oh my god. And that's terrifying, too, so... My goodness, my goodness. And then they say,
0: put your junk away. We didn't sign up for a
1: sword fight. You told him to get it out. (laughs) Like you've been pressing and pressing and pressing. It made me happy because after finally getting to see it, they were very encouraging of him. You should feel good about yourself, Boomtown. Thank you, Boomtown. And you can tell that he feels happier. And then they ask if he's okay, if Joy Boy and Tyson join the team. And for some reason, that little bit of respect and niceness after you've just forced this guy to show his penis made me a little happier.
0: I am happy for Boomtown. I don't think he should have been made to do that, but. He seems to feel more comfortable now. Okay, fine. I thought we were in store for a weird boomtown situation. Uh, a weird penis? Yes. Because mm-hmm. they had built it up.
1: Yeah. Which kind of makes me wonder why he was, what do they call it, a penis hider or something like that? A junk hider? You change and you're facing the wall and you showered. you're facing the wall. Which again, why are you paying that much attention to it? They seem very hyper-focused they on They do it. seem super hyper-focused. And that's <laughs> that they
0: have noticed that this one person is... Is, the I only one they haven't seen. They've got to put a stop to that. I'm surprised they didn't make Tyson and joint boy drop.
1: Which I think both of them would have just been like, alright, I bet that they feel like they have nothing to be ashamed <laughs> about. Here it is, boys.
0: Alright, and then we jump back to the hot tub. Rosie and Wayne have left the hot tub, and Katie admits to Bonnie... That the remaining three are interested in her, which is very awesome, very straightforward, very Katie-like.
1: If everybody was as straightforward and honest as Katie, I feel like there'd be so many less hurt feelings and problems and issues. This is what it is, and everybody would just be up to speed.
0: Bonnie cites good qualities in each of them, but to everyone's disappointment, she says she likes being single, because then you can fool around with whoever you want and not get in trouble. The other three immediately saying that they would get into trouble. <laughs> And this rubs me the wrong way. A little bit.
1: (laughs) To elaborate.
0: Okay. Hey girl, get it. Be single. Have fun. Do you. Mm -hmm. Because it implies that, I mean, she wouldn't be adverse to maybe hooking up with the three that are there, you know, just her being single and casual. And I think that's awesome. On the flip side of that, the three there seem to be implying that they couldn't just be casual and hook up and be single and flirty because... Wayne would have something to say about it. And that kind of pisses
1: me off. Because it shouldn't be any of Wayne's business. Yes. It more than implies that Wayne would be mad at them, all of them, for fooling around with Bonnie. And I don't know if it's because it's Bonnie or if it's because they know that the other two are probably also. I can see where that could rub you the wrong way. It would be Wayne being a bit hypocritical because he can hook up with who he wants to hook up with. He can fool around with who he wants to fool around with. And not
0: tell anybody about and it, Not apparently. talk about
1: it. Be single. And it's not an issue, but if these three were to do it, it would be an issue. I wouldn't call Derry muscly big. I mean, he works on a farm, though. I feel like he could be considered country strong. I don't think he's necessarily a weakling. I just don't think of him as a muscly person. Wayne is a muscly person. (laughs) You just did the Wayne blink. (sighs) Well, I was imagining Shorzy doing those shower (laughs) push-ups. he's not fat he's not a weakling but i also wouldn't call him muscly big i get that dan is hairy which other than his beard i like his beard it's not my thing not my forte the hairy <laughs> forte. i can deal with a little bit of chest hair and maybe like a happy trail and bush bush doesn't bother me but <laughs> if there's hair everywhere i just it's, i don't like that yeah i understand just personal preference I had a question. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think the group really thinks Rosie's up to something? Because they implied
1: if she's not with you to read a book, something's up. I mean, and they don't even just imply it there. I'd say she's up to something. <laughs> I felt rude. <laughs> Poor Rosie. Between Bonnie and Dan and Derry, I, I would have felt like my day would have been wasted going to the hot set party. But I can get very in my head about stuff like that it would make me not want to hang out with them anymore. I don't think that she is. I think she likes staying home and reading her books, which is fine. I probably would have been a little pissed off if people were like, oh, you're up to something. I stay home a lot. I just, I do. If I'm not at work, I'm usually at home with the babies. That's just kind of how our lives are right now. And my brother-in-law came over one day to drop something off. And my neighbor called Nate at work and told him that somebody else was at our house. And it really pissed me off. If I was Rosie, I'd be pretty pissed off if they're completely unjustified saying, yeah, she's up to something. Ooh, I'm getting feisty. (laughs) People mind your business. Right?
0: Anyway, I'm getting riled up with (laughs) you. I mean, Bonnie's being real
1: chill, though, with how weird Dan and Derry had just made the whole day. And I like how she's honest. Because even when Katie's like, you have some interested parties, I gathered that. She's not trying to be coy about it. She's not beating around the bush. She's like... Yes, I can tell you guys are interested. You all have some qualities that I like, but I like being single. She's not quite as straightforward as Katie, but I also feel like she doesn't beat around the bush or hide things or try yeah. to say things only to appease somebody's feelings. Yeah. you know, If she had left it at, well, I like this about you, and I like this about you, and I like this about you, that would have been leading them on. But in saying, but I like being single, she reined it back in.
0: Have you ever been this straightforward with somebody,
1: either on a Katie side or a Bonnie side? I have been... I feel like when I have been, though, it's still come across more needy. (laughs) (laughs) That was something I struggled with a lot earlier in my life was Mm people-pleasing. And I'm the same way. And so that's something that only in the last... Since Nate and I have been together. So I'm very straightforward with Nate now, but we've been together for 10 years. so it's It's, You've (laughs) grown into it. (laughs) Yeah. When we first started seeing each other, though... You still want to, well, not everybody, hopefully, but I still had a certain amount of people pleasing that I did. So, no, I wish I could be, I would have been as honest and straightforward as Katie and Bonnie in my younger years. If I'd started that when I was 20, watch out, world. (laughs) (laughs) What about you?
0: I, well, with Josh in particular, I mean, he'll tell you, when we started dating, it was maybe a first or second date conversation of... If we're not gonna get married, I don't wanna waste my time on yes. you.
1: Yes, <laughs> I remember you telling me that, and, and I, I love that. That
0: comes off super hot, but it was—I was 23 or 24 when we started dating. I knew that I was in the mindset where I wanted a serious relationship, and then I wanted to get married. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't waste want time. I didn't want to casually date somebody, and yeah. if that's what he wanted, I didn't want him to waste his time with me. Second date conversation was also—I am not having kids. This is not a thing that I will change my mind on. I will not be talked out of it. If you feel like you need to talk me out of it, that is a whole other conversation that we would need to have, but... You would need to move forward with me knowing that I plan on being in a serious relationship and I plan on
1: being married at some point with no kids ever. So I so admire that about you, that you were able to be so straightforward about fairly big topics so early on. Because like you said, there's no point in wasting your time or wasting my time. Hey, we might like each other, but if there's not a common end goal, there's not really a point. And And those are two big things that I wanted to be upfront about. What's the point of falling in love with somebody if only to get your heart broken by exactly. that two years down the road? It was just a
0: big, big thing with me. I wanted to be respectful of him, not waste his time. But I think at the time, probably more jaded me was I didn't want to waste my own time. Like,
1: him. hey, all right, I'm done with the stupid boys and I need you to just know that up front.
0: <laughs> yeah, because... I had been in a serious relationship where I legit, I thought that we would probably get married someday. But then even with, That being the most serious relationship that I had had at the time, he was still very fickle with his feelings. We'd broken up a few different times and it was always him, never me. And I would go back and go back and I just thought it was the right thing. And I didn't know what the right thing was until I, you don't know until you find it. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's different until you have it. Until you have the different and it's like, oh,
1: that's what's different.
0: That's what is good and honest and a straightforward relationship. We're getting really deep here. That's my straightforward situation, and I, oh my, if I could go back to
1: twenties, late teens, early twenties, Megan, and just say, hey, why don't you just say what you mean? Yes, it would change so much in my life if I could just instead of worrying about how others, somebody else, was going to take it or feel or react. Yeah, that was the big thing about how people would react to me afterwards. It's a thing you have to grow into, I think. Yeah, mine and Nate's relationship was totally different from the get-go. I fully intended on using him for his body and never talking to him again. <laughs> so it wasn't just him on either side. There was just like... Nah. But you all were pretty open about that. We though. were open so about... Bad actually, is... so you know what? Yeah, we were pretty open. Yeah. Because I was recently divorced. He was recently out of a long-term relationship. And both of us were like, hey, I like you. I like spending time with you. I like sleeping with you. We're using each other as a rebound just so we're upfront about that just from the so beginning. Just so we're yeah, I mean, that's really what it was. <laughs> And it worked for a little while. I don't recommend it as a healthy thing to do. (laughs) It happened to work out for us, but it's probably not the best way to go about doing something.
0: I am so not built for casual. I tried my hardest. I remember very specifically going for one guy and I said, look, this is the situation.
1: (laughs) Straightforward Megan. (laughs) This is straightforward Megan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I tried my best. But I am not built to be intimate with somebody that I don't care about. I catch feelings so hard and fast. <laughs> I've never I've never done a one night stand situation. Good for I, I, you. And every time I thought, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna date casually <laughs> It always turned into something. Every single I've not once had a casual thing.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. I remember it was just you saying that. It sprung it to my mind. It was a cabin party we went to years ago. I think it might have been one of Desiree's birthday parties. Yeah, probably. I want to say we were playing Never Have I Ever or some drinking game. And Nate asked me a question. And somebody said, and I don't remember who it was. And they said, you've got to be VIP to get into Megan's VHG. And I thought that was the most (laughs) hilarious thing. That was like a running (laughs) motto (laughs) for the weekend. Nobody getting up in there. (laughs) Which is. Still true.
0: <laughs> yeah, still true. But, yeah, I don't, I don't remember how we got on that conversation. I don't remember. But... I just remember the quote. The oh, s- yeah, the, the quote s- was said many times. Yeah. Uh, but Anyway, back to Bonnie.
1: Are we talking about Letter Kitty still?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am bummed on the group's attitude, but I don't disagree. I feel like
1: hypocrite Harry over there would just say, hey, he would get on to them. I, was, I feel like he'd be judgmental about it. And maybe not force any of them to stop seeing her mm-hmm. but let his opinion on how they're in the wrong be made known to all of them.
0: Wayne drives Rosie back to her house. I guess he drives her all the way back home. I mean that's a that's a long
1: drive. That if he picked her up for the party and then dropped her off after the party.
0: God, that's, that's your whole day. That's your whole
1: day to spend 10 minutes in the hot tub for people to gas it up. <laughs> I'd be mad if I was Wayne too. Then
0: she says she intends to spend the night reading, but after they make some dad noises and Wayne says, "Great,
1: don't <laughs> I the thought tiger. that was pretty funny. He's so polite to her, almost standoffish polite. Oh, thank you for not turning on your seat warmers and like, oh, you're welcome. So you planning on reading tonight? I don't know. It felt like old timey courtship. Mm-hmm. And then dad noises. Mm, Tony the Tiger Girl. <laughs> Two questions. Is this their first time? I want to say no, but it's possible. She seemed
0: very casual for it to be their first
1: It seemed very low pressure. Yes.
0: The, the other thing is, I, I was listening to a podcast and, no, maybe it was a comedian. Something like that. It was a comedian. It was a female and she said that, you know, she grew up kind of religious. She was trying to, you know, save herself for not necessarily for marriage, but for the right love and a serious relationship. And, and she things. said, <laughs> the one thing that was so tough to get around is when a guy goes out of his way to make sure you know there's no pressure and that he can wait. She said, it's the hardest thing to then turn around and not have <laughs> sex with him. <laughs> Because that is so hot. (laughs)
1: Right? Oh, you're so respectful. Mm. I'm going to bang that right out of you. (laughs) Rosie's kind of got a sexy little raspy voice. Yeah. She's a very sexy person. She is. And I like that Katie's very overtly sexy. And even Tannis is fairly overtly sexy I like that they make Rosie more quiet sexy she doesn't have to crawl across a a hot tub while slithering at you or she's not Gail you know who's I don't think very sexy but you know in your face she's very overt and I like that they make Rosie sexy and she likes to stay home and read she's you're gonna notice her
0: when she walks in But she's not going to be
1: peacocking, as we like to say. she she is definitely not peacocking. She's quiet about it. It's a quiet, subtle sexuality. She definitely has it going. I like that they get each other's humor Mm
0: -hmm. and they can joke about things like that already. And that's all I have for that one. Well, no, I said I love a good seat warmer. (laughs) I like seat warmers, too.
1: But I I don't know if they were still wet, though. I do get that reasoning. I've never had seat warmers in a vehicle that I've owned. But I've been in other people's vehicles that have had them. Mm-hmm. And, again, I used to be a very perpetually cold person. So yes. I liked sea warmers. It never made me feel like I had to pee. Of course, they've been in the truck for two and
0: a half hours. <laughs> yeah, so. they might
1: actually just have to pee and that just <laughs> exacerbates it.
0: I think in Letterkenny Land, they're playing off Rosie is living a little bit closer. Does Gail say when... She's talking about her cousin, how long it's going to take her to get there. Does she say two and a half hours? I, I don't know if don't they ever
1: said or if it was just something that we looked up where the town was in relation to Sedbury.
0: I know we did that, but mm-hmm. then when Gail said that she's on the way with the stud, she implied it was going
1: to be a while. Yeah. I don't think she lives in Letterkenny. I think she is a drive, even if maybe not two and a half hours yeah. still, at least around or over an hour, a good enough distance away to not always be around.
0: I feel like they're retconning it a little bit to make it seem as though she's a little closer because unless they're going to hang out right then, he's asking, oh, what are you doing tonight? Implying he might have to leave and then come back, which would seem like such an unnecessary
1: amount of time. I took it more to be like, he was just making conversation. You're about to go do something. We're not about to hang out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna be doing this evening while I'm driving back to Letterkenny? So it's sexy, how- Wayne. <laughs> he was very polite. Understanding is the sexiest thing you can be. <laughs> Other than just her not getting upset with either Bonnie or Dan or Derry or anything like that. He's very, I don't even say casual, but it's kind of casual. He seems very secure in it. No reason not to trust him until they give you one. Which, again, is something that's very hard for me. It must be nice to be able to do that. To just be like, oh, okay. I'll see you next time I see, see you. Up. And yeah. our relationship will be good until then. It would drive me crazy to be in this
0: relationship. <laughs> if I was Wayne in the situation where Rusty just wanted to read, I'd be like but can I be there too? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can sit with you while you read. I'm like a puppy. I need <laughs> constant attention, reassurance
1: and pets. I told Scarlett one time, cause we were talking about relationship and she's, you know, she's only 13. So she is not in a relationship or having a relationship or anything like that. But I said, you know, you have to find somebody that you like doing stuff with You like doing the fun things with, but you also have to find somebody that you like doing nothing with. The person that you can sit there and it be the most boring scenario. You're just both sitting there reading or something and still just enjoy their company without having to do anything.
0: It's so nice. We were talking at some point, I don't remember, maybe it was just off mic at some point, but travel specifically. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have someone who really gets you. So you... And I talked about travel and I love to travel, but I've kind of grown into mostly just loving to travel with Josh because he gets my tempo, my vibe, my idea of scheduling, Mm -hmm. that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. We have a list of things that seem nice that we would like to do. But those are not an itinerary for us.
1: Yeah, you guys have your way that you travel. I am so much same, the exact same way. And Nate and I have had that conversation because we've talked about, oh, it, you know, it would be fun to get a cabin with another couple. And then, mm, no, don't want to do that. Because then there's we- the
0: pressure of, are you then saying,
1: this is a couple's trip, we have to do everything together. And I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't like that at all. I don't like feeling like I'm unable to relax either. We do a good balance of stuff And relaxing on trips because that's how we like to do trips. And so if somebody wants to only do stuff, 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 I'm not going to enjoy myself because it's too much. It's not restful. (laughs) It's not. It's it's not enjoyable at that point. I'm so tired and I just need to grunt and sit down with my dad noises and probably nap for a little bit. (laughs) So Nate and Josh, <laughs> we both know that we are
0: the same type of couple, yes. but we will probably never travel but together. We'll never <laughs> go on a trip together, and
1: we know the other one is okay with that. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh.
0: Love you guys so much. <laughs> we'll see you when we see you. Yeah.
1: You enjoy your trip, we'll enjoy our trip. It's all good. <laughs> so that's all I have for the episode. So what would anyway. you rate this one overall, especially in comparison to last week? Oh my gosh. That might be unfair. We might give it a higher rating that's if what we I'm compare worried it to about. last week. I'm, I'm worried about overcompensation. Okay. Yeah. So scratch that. Just standalone episode.
0: I think I think I'm gonna give it a seven. Yes, I'm gonna give it a seven.
1: I say seven as well. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was in between six and a half and seven, but I didn't want to bring it down just because the last episode is, yeah. was strange. So yes, seven. Seven works. That's my first solid number, I think. Yeah, as I say,
1: <laughs> you didn't split the difference. No, I agree. It was, it was good. It was funny. Damn, it's going down to Derry's level, which I don't like, but... I anticipate an uptick next time. Tune in. We'll, we'll We're see. not sure yet, but we'll
0: figure it out. And then I guess all that's left is what's the scoop?
1: Well, here's the scoop and I'm going to tell you.
0: I have two things. Actually, I guess kind of three things. The first big thing was announced. Was it just today that it was announced? What we talked about earlier today. The tour. Yes. So there's Letterkenny Live. It is officially, officially happening 2022. It's just the U.S. tour as far as I can tell. U.S. and Canada. It's the
1: U.S. tour. They'll be
0: in our part of North yeah. America. Closest to us. We've looked up tickets. They're a little steep, y'all. Sad face. So so just be prepared for that. Josh and I are still debating on if we're gonna break down and go anyway. <laughs> We'll see. I think I am going to try to go, because my sister got into the show because she started listening to her podcast, and I think me and Leslie and Josh, at least, and maybe Ryan, if Leslie
1: talks Ryan into coming, we might go to the Atlanta show, possibly. I wouldn't even go see Elton John for that (laughs) match, so I'm sorry, Letter Kenny, I love you, but that was just, it was too rich for my blood. All
0: right, and then the next thing is, we have a new country. Ooh, a new country. Did you see that? Uh Uh-uh. So we have Brazil. Really? I am so excited. Isn't that yeah. cool? We're all over the place. I know. Very excited. And additional little add on thing. I don't know how we've missed this before. So I checked our podcast on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. and we have a five star review. I couldn't I couldn't read it I couldn't figure out how to read it but it's there I can see say, that what we have I'm one <laughs> no I have no idea it might just be a star rating and not actual no uh, words words but I'll take that too though thank you guys so much that is I mean I know it's just the one but that's so whoever exciting whoever you
1: were that's awesome if you
0: listen to us on Apple Podcasts that's the only place that we can get reviews so please give us a review on there if that's where you listen we would greatly appreciate it it boosts us in ratings and in lists so it recommends us to other people when you give us reviews so that would be greatly appreciated
1: awesome awesome
0: that's all i have do you have anything else
1: no i'm bad at what's the scoop
0: (laughs) oh it's okay well i mean besides today really there wasn't much happening all right well thanks for tuning in check us out next time for season three episode six episode six so it's Technically, the end of the season. Okay,
1: so it's not the special episode. I don't it's the think last it's, episode of the season. Okay. I, I
0: do think this special episode is a Halloween one, but I don't it's think not it's next week. Uh, episode six. So, check back with us next episode, and we'll see you next
1: time. Bye. Ninja Dust. <laughs>
0: Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, Feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put Not My Forte in the subject line.